Welcome in to the Football Kingdom podcast. We have officially finished week two of the NFL season. And this week, it was not a great slate of football games, but definitely some interesting interesting nuggets in each of these games. And we're going to kind of go through those and break those down. Tyler Mallon is with me. I am Brandon Johnson. I wanted to open up with the Chiefs. The Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes have agreed on a a restructured deal. Uh, Tyler, this from NFL.com. Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs have agreed to terms on a restructured contract that pays him $210.6 million between 2023 and 2026. That is the most in history over a four-year span. Um, back on top. Yeah, back on top. Back where, uh, back where he should be as a QB. <laughs> and funny. go ahead. Well, all, all the people being like, "Well, Mahomes is underpaid." This and that. It's like, can we just have some patience? Like, this is how this works. You know, like this exactly. always worked. <laughs> like he's going to restructure. You know, we talked about it last week or multiple times. Like, Chris Jones has already restructured three times. Like, this is the NFL. It's been the NFL for quite a while. I don't know, about three times in, like, however many years, like, Jones did. But, I mean, the dude's going to get his money, and he's already taking... I don't know why I'm getting on this, but he's already taking team-friendly stuff, just like Kelsey and everybody. Like, he's in it to win it. Definitely. He's going to get unbelievable money no matter what. So, yeah, the, the only thing I will say is I definitely was not expecting that news this week, but it's yeah, good to see it. Uh, nice good to see it happen. Him. Definitely deserving <laughs> of being the highest paid quarterback in the league. Yeah. Um, but let's get into uh, let's get into the Chiefs and Jags. You know, the Chiefs went on the road into Jacksonville after dropping their season opener against opener against the Detroit Lions. Um, this was a game that, you know, was kind of a, a bounce back for the offense. You had Travis Kelsey back in the mix, and it was a time for players like Kadarius Tony and Sky Moore and Co. to kind of get right with themselves. You know, the team had nine drops last week uh, or in week one, excuse me. And this week, Sky Moore had three receptions for 70 yards. Kadarius Tony had five for 35. And the offense, I mean, you know, they didn't score a ton of points, but they quietly had a nice game. Yeah, I missed this game. I went to Kansas City Renaissance Festival uh, with my daughter and mom and, uh, had a had a grand old time living in medieval, <laughs> but uh, we were watching the joust and people all around me. I mean, there's so many Chiefs jerseys out, so good on you, Casey. A lot I see you out there, you know, <laughs> plenty of fans at the Renaissance Festival. But uh, it was funny. The guy behind me, he's like watching the game, you know, on his phone, and he's like, eh, "It's still it's like zero to three or something," and he's like, "Oh, Skymore just scored a touchdown." Like we we're all keeping up with it, but. Uh, yeah, um, I was, you know, because you, you sent me a text in the first half. We were like, offense is sloppy. 
defense looks great. Yeah. Is that they just that is, playing out like that the rest of the game? The defense went out there and handled business. They got their man Chris Jones back, and he did not skip a beat. Chris Jones had one and a half sacks, and he was just he was a force all around. I mean, they were just not letting Jacksonville do anything, and it was a really good sight to see when you have you know a Chiefs offense that's got a lot of young receivers, a lot of young skilled position players, kind of trying to find their footing and get going, which it's, you know, starting to trend in the right direction. It's good to have a defense that you can kind of lean on and kind of carry you through your growing period. And that's exactly what happened last week. And, you know, if the offense gets going, like we know that it can, and the defense continues to play like it will, or like it did, the Kansas city chiefs are going to be a terrifying team throughout the season. Yeah, I did watch uh, the replay or the recap. Um, I'm shocked that Tony had 35 yards because those are some big yards that he got. <laughs> he was he was fighting, you know, and I think the first three plays went to him, right? Yeah, they got Kadarius, Tony, and Sky Moore. Just hey, we got to get right. you guys some confidence, and that is classic Kansas City Chiefs. They do that all the time. I mean, you right. see it. Oh, Player yeah. fumbles next time out. Right hey, back. you're getting the ball first. Yep. They they do it all the time. <laughs> sure, and that's that's exactly what they did this week. The one thing that I thought was odd, and they kind of came back to it in the second half, but the Chiefs completely abandoned the run in the first half. I don't know what they were doing, but they were not running the football. But then they came out and immediately established the run in the second half. Isaiah Pacheco busted out a 30-yard rush right that out of the awesome. gate. And then the that Chiefs was... offense finally started to get into rhythm. And, you know, Patrick Mahomes really made one mistake. He threw a interception that he really didn't need to make. But overall, you know, 305 oh, yeah. yards, two TDs, and an interception. Just a quietly mm-hmm. nice game by Mahomes. Uh, one... Special teams woe. Uh, Richie James had a muffed punt that set up the Jacksonville offense in really good scoring position. But our defense, again, only allowed three points. So, (laughs) again, really this game, I look at it and good bounce back from the receivers. Great game by the defense. Super, super happy with it. And... Yeah, that's that is that's Chiefs. That's Chiefs. Jags. Chiefs are one hold, and one. Hold on, hold on. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> um, well, I was gonna say I think Spags has the Jaguars number because I saw them uh, play last year. Like I went to that game and they didn't have a chance. Like they just, I don't know. I think he he's got their their number every time they play. <laughs> I mean, on the Jags of it all, like Calvin Ridley is is still special. You know that dude, uh, still lighting it up even after his kind of time off, and then the Jags pick him up. I mean, that is huge for them. Uh, they got to figure it out though. Not scoring a single touchdown. I think that says a lot about Chris Jones. I think he does. He had one and a half sacks. I think he had a blocked pass. Um. So yeah, they they need to hone it in here. They're falling to one one and one. But uh, can we talk about the Travis Kelsey touchdown celebration punt? Is that <laughs> the coolest 
celebrations and how was that legal? I was honestly, I was shocked because I believe, I think Kelsey got two personal fouls in the game. Oh, really? Um, but yeah, I was surprised he didn't get a penalty for that one. Cause I'm like, I don't, I don't know if you can do that, but he did it. I so. guess he can. Cause <laughs> I saw the replay. I was like, that is great. That was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Yeah. And then no flag. I'm like, Oh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, all right. Are you happy? Are you happy now to move on? We're done. Well, the Bears play if we if we want the Chiefs play if we want to get into it. Chiefs play the Bears next, so and quite honestly, the the rest of their schedule is like pretty much easy street for a while. Yeah, I mean, they play like you said the Bears and the Bears. I'm not gonna say it because any given Sunday, but the Bears just oh, yeah. oof. It could be a long day for the Bears on Sunday, and then. Right. They play the Bears, and then they go and play the Jets. Obviously, we know the story of the Jets. They lost Rodgers, so they're kind of an unknown. So, We'll talk about the Jets. (laughs) But uh, I don't see the Chiefs potentially losing until like after the bye when they play the Eagles. I mean, the Dolphins is going to be a good game. Dolphins is... We'll talk about the Dolphins. The Dolphins are a team that I'm starting to get worried about. Yeah. The Chargers. And that's it. I mean, you got Vikings, Broncos twice. The Dolphins and Eagles, like, yeah, I don't know. And hey, this is this last week was the Chiefs last noon game until Christmas Day. So, oh, Lord, <laughs> a lot of afternoon and late nights for Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> but. I wanted to I wanted to talk Vikings Eagles a Thursday night football game this week and it's quite honestly a pretty sloppy game all around. Uh, my takeaway is the Eagles, while they're two and zero, they could easily be zero and two. They've yes. had two very ugly wins, but to me, that's kind of the mark of a good team. Yeah, is you know it wasn't pretty, but we left in in the win column and. That's what I can say about the Eagles. I think they're going to start to straighten some things out that they've been going to. But the Vikings, the Vikings were, uh, you know, kind of self-destructed. They had four turnovers and one of them was very critical in Justin Jefferson fumbling out of the back of the end zone. And that gives, you know, you lose possession when you do that. And we can talk about whether or not that rule makes sense or not, but that is the rule. And, you know, very unfortunate for Justin Jefferson to lose the ball where he did. Yeah. One of the worst rules, honestly. And I, you know what, you and I talked about it. I really liked your idea of, I think it was your idea of like giving them the ball back, you know, at the, say the 25 or something. Would you you say that on the, on your own 25 or something? I I think no, I think if they want to punish you for losing the ball out of the back of the end zone, right? I don't think you should lose possession for that, but you could back them up to the 25, not their own 25, but the uh, opponent's 25. So you just have 25 yards to the end zone. If you, cause I just, it's, it's weird. That's a weird rule, but it doesn't yeah. happen enough to where it, <laughs> They need to look at it, I don't think. Probably not. There, There's, yeah, the last two or three seasons, there's been a couple 
big moments where it's like, man, that really that kills the whole game, you know, for a team, and that that's just tough. That it just you just so happen to kind of drop the ball, you know, right at the last moment, but. Yeah, and what's weird is it wasn't a situation. He wasn't extending. He just straight up yeah. just lost the ball. So it's one thing if you're extending, uh, you lose it. That's on you. You shouldn't have done that. But <laughs> right, just and that didn't even ball. bounce either. It was like literally midair and yeah, just a tough break. So yeah, in that case, yeah, it's what are you gonna do? But we've seen it in the past where it's like probably should do something, but it's also it goes to the. Like, what if you're behind the 25? You can't now move up to the 25, you know? So you just got to, you have to like make two new rules. You know, it's like if you're within 25, if you're in the red zone, then yeah, back up to the 25, try again or something. But what do you do if they're farther than I mean, that? So it's pretty tough. I mean, if you, if they throw a 60 yard pass and you lose it and you're, and you lose it at the one, I feel like, or you've, you're at the one or whatever, and you fumble it out of the back of the end zone. I right. I just think put it at the twenty five. I I don't know. That just makes sense to me. Yeah, that could work. Yeah, but no, you're right. The the Vikings <clears throat> should have probably won this game. I think they're zero two now. They're zero two. They only um, lost by six. And honestly, Kirk Cousins had a good game. <laughs> yeah, he did four touchdowns. Yeah. But, yeah, three three hundred sixty yards. And they, they have to go play the Chargers, who are also 0-2 in Week 3. So, have fun yeah, with that. They will have fun with that. Let's talk about the Chargers. Okay. The old Chargers. I am officially putting Brandon Staley on job watch. Hot seat <laughs> watch. Whatever you want to call it. Yeah. You gotta... I, I've been saying it all along. He's just... I don't think he's an NFL head coach. He doesn't do a lot of things that make sense. And now, you know, he's coming into a season with a lot of pressure on him and he's 0 and 2 out of the gate and 0 and 2, your odds of being a playoff team are slim. So they've got an uphill climb. And I I just I don't know what they're gonna do. I just don't I don't see it with Brandon Staley. But you know I I look at this and I don't think it's Justin Herbert's Herbert's fault. I think Justin Herbert has played good football. He played good football this week. And yeah, they just they're owing two. I, I don't know what else to say. No, man, I I agree at this point because they lost this game in overtime, and I feel like they should have been able to beat the Chargers. You know, Justin Herbert show us something, but I don't think it's his fault necessarily either. I think they got a really solid team. Now they're, they're doing that without Austin Eckler, you know, this week, potentially next week as well, uh, with an ankle thing, I believe. But, you know, at this point, you're like, you've got a pretty, you've had a pretty solid team. You know, and how much is that of that is on them versus the coaching? And, you know, more often than not, you don't make the playoffs or start winning multiple playoff games. Yeah, his his job is definitely in jeopardy. It probably should be. I'm not calling for anybody's job, but 
uh, this is the NFL. You got about three or four years. If you're not extremely successful, it's yeah. It absolutely should be talked about. Listen, this is the Chargers team that blew a 28 point lead Mm -hmm. against a against uh, wow Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, it was terrible in the first half of that football game back in January, and you're you're winless. And the Titans are, in my opinion, not very good. You shouldn't have lost to the Titans. Yeah. And yeah, it's when you're trying to stick with the Chiefs, you got to win against teams that you have no business losing to. And the Titans are one of those teams. So that's tough. But I don't know if you have anything else to add to that. No. But oof, that was rough. That was rough for the Chargers because they've had two two games now. They uh, they hung with uh, Miami in Week One, and right here they are, zero and two. That's how <laughs> it is. Um, Buffalo Bills and the Raiders. So Raiders. We're in a nail biter in week one against the Broncos. <laughs> and you know, they came out they came out on top. Obviously, Buffalo lost to the New York Jets on Monday Night Football, a walk-off punt return in overtime by the Jets. And the story of that game was kind of Josh Allen. Josh Allen was terrible. I believe he threw three interceptions. And he was just making plays and trying to force plays and None of it made sense. He was playing week one like it was the AFC title game or something. Like he had to win it and this didn't go well. So you're playing the Las Vegas Raiders. Hey, and to me, if you're Sean McDermott, you've got to get with Josh Allen and say, hey, listen, you know, let's put last week in the rearview mirror. We got the Raiders coming up. I don't think the Raiders are very good. I don't know if a coach would ever say that, but hey, this is a good, this is a good game for you to kind of bounce back. And he was 31 for 37, 274 yards and three touchdowns. So he was he was great and you know, good bounce back game for him to kind of get right moving forward. You can say what you want about the opponent it was against, but you know, you got to bounce back somewhere and the Raiders are a good opportunity to do that. Yeah. I mean, they still have Devonte Adams, you know, like overall, I don't think their defense is very good, but you know, they're not, you know, they're still an NFL team with Devonte Adams. So still a good win. I heard, you know, Josh Allen only put his life on the line once in this game <laughs> <laughs> unnecessarily or whatever. So it's a, it's a good kind of get right games for him. So, sure. But yeah, they Bills ended up winning thirty eight to ten. Bills just have their way all day long, and they've improved to one and one. Baltimore Ravens, Cincinnati Bengals, an early NFC North division battle, and. Obviously, Cincinnati came off of that game against Cleveland and didn't score a touchdown. Joe Burrow was pretty bad. I don't. I think he threw for 82 yards, and 
you know, this game, there wasn't much exciting to take away from Joe Burrow again. You know, he threw for two touchdowns, but I, I don't know. What's wrong? Is Joe Burrow hurt? Yeah, they're saying he tweaked his calf again. Yeah. Um, and even when he hurt his leg in the, uh, you know, in the off season, he was already wearing something on his on that calf. So he was already hurt before the season even started. And I don't know. Yeah, you're. He threw for thirty five yards in the first half. Um. Yeah, they're zero and two for the fourth time in five seasons. Not great, especially when he might not even play next next week. They're 0 and 2. Yeah, like you said, a familiar place for the Bengals. They've turned it around from 0 and 2 multiple times. But you have a Baltimore team that looks like they might be for real. Uh, Baltimore won this game 27 24, but in my opinion, that score does not really reflect this game. Is Cincinnati had a uh, a punt return for a touchdown, but. Again, offense wasn't really flowing. So, oh, Baltimore, Baltimore could take this division. They look good through two weeks. San Francisco, Los Angeles Rams. Came into the season, Los Angeles Rams, not really sure what to make of them. Come out week one, beat the Seahawks pretty handily. And... Go toe-to-toe with 49ers. I think you and I agree that the 49ers are one of the best, if not the best team in the NFC. And 49ers went on the road. You know, if it's really a road game for the 49ers there. Uh, and beat the Rams 30-23. to uh, Brock Purdy, he was okay. But this was this was a game about Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey had 116 yards on the ground and a touchdown. Debo Samuel, same 40 yards and a touchdown. Rams. Rams. Matt Stafford looked good. 370. Or he looked okay. Yeah, he was spreading the ball around. Um, but he he's passing a lot. Like they don't really have much of a run game going. I don't know if him throwing like over 55 times or whatever it was is really their game plan or probably they they probably don't want that to be their game plan. I'm not really sure, but kind of one dimensional, um, you know, chucking up INTs that were avoidable. Um, yeah, Niners still look great. You know, Fred Warner is crazy. On a team with uh, uh, Joey Bosa? Wait, no, Nick Bosa. Um, still looks insanely good. Um, yeah, was this a, a home game for the Niners? Like, <laughs> Did you see the crowd? <laughs> Just a sea of red. Yeah, it was, uh, it was very 49ers heavy. And that's, of course, you know... Rams and Chargers, whatever that stadium's called, but basically an away game every time for them anyway. Jets-Cowboys. I don't know about you, Tyler, but I'm 
I might be believing in the Cowboys. I know they played the Jets, but <laughs> okay, their defense, Micah Parsons, well, yeah, was just everywhere, and I thought Dak had a nice day. You know, he did what he had to do. Didn't make any mistakes, which is well. I mean, he had, he probably should have had two interceptions in the first half. Yeah, but well, I mean, he did. One of them was a, well. <laughs> he got lucky. One of them was a, a a dropped pick six by Sauce Gardner. Oh yeah, yeah. He dropped that it, one was but... egregious, and that he just got really lucky there. But I I hear what you're saying. That they look really good. They very they just look overall very solid. And again, you give Dak that much of a defense and he doesn't have to basically try as hard. I mean, yeah, that this is this is probably their best chance they've had in a while, so. Yeah. They look um they look more put together through two sure. weeks than the Eagles do. Um, yeah. You know, obviously, we'll kind of see how that turns out the further we get into the season, but you know, if I had to choose today, Cowboys over Eagles, <laughs> but that might be a little premature. So <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll hold on to that one. Sunday night football, Miami no dolphins. Talk. Sorry. <laughs> oh yeah. I guess we should talk about the jets. I got excited with the Cowboys. I don't know. I, I was, <laughs> do you want to talk about them? All I was going to say is like, they can't start Zach. Yeah. Zach Wilson's not the guy. He looked like he just didn't want to throw the football. He was just abandoning it over and over again. Like, oh, okay. He's a running back. (laughs) Well, I'll I'll say this. We're just going to leave all this in. Uh, That's fine. They, (laughs) (laughs) the Jets, I don't know. I mean, they obviously, to be fair, they didn't plan on this happening. Okay, so. But you also made your own bed with having him be the backup, which we said, or I said, and like, you know, before the season started, I'm like, I don't know why he's still there. Is he really your backup? I, you know, there's got to be somebody better. Oh, there's to start 100% with. somebody better. Like, I feel bad for the Jets for losing Aaron Rodgers, but I don't feel bad for the Jets because they kept Zach Wilson. Right. right. That's, that's on you. Exactly. Again, again, you don't plan for injuries, but you always have to. You obviously didn't want Zach Wilson. That's why you brought in Aaron Rodgers. So why even keep him on the team? Yeah, I, that it's he's. I don't know. For me, I'm like, I I'm like, you can't start him. Like you cannot like play the this whole season with him as your starter the rest of the way. I don't see it. I mean, it's it goes to say of like how many failed screens can you possibly have it was absurd like how many times it's a screen with this guy who's who's running backwards all the time anytime there's pressure he's 20 yards back you know it's like that you're not setting him up for success you know and again it's like you made this guy your backup so you should have had a game plan and now you're running this these plays it, it just don't doesn't fit his game i don't think or maybe the the Cowboys defense is just that good and just made him look silly. I don't know, but uh, you got to make some in-game, you know, changes then. If that's the, you got to change your game plan or do something. Cause they, they looked awful. 
And as good as that team could be, it's like either figure that out or you got to get somebody else. That's kind of where I'm at with the Jets. Because it, it does, like, nobody saw this coming, but you, you can't you can't run him out there if he's looking like that the rest of the season. Yep. I agree with you. Uh, I don't know if they can, you know, look for a trade somewhere. I'm sure somebody has a serviceable backup that's better than Zach Wilson somewhere on their bench. Something. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be a long season if, Zach Wilson's under center for the Jets. All right. Are we ready? Are we ready for Sunday Night Football? Sure. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> it was awful. Dolphins, Patriots. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you meant Monday. <laughs> oh, no. We'll get to that. Debacle. I'm jumping the gun. We'll get to that one. Slow down. I know you're excited <laughs> about those games. Um, Dolphins. I said it earlier in the show. Dolphins are a team that I'm, as a Chiefs fan, a little bit worried about their cut to the chase. They're two and zero, and their offense is very, very scary. Again, Tua had a nice game in the air. They had a great game on the ground, and you know Jalen Waddle, Tyree Kill. Just, I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, whatever Belichick was doing, I think just do that because, I mean, Tyreek didn't have the, you know, ridiculous game he had against the Chargers. I mean, their whole team was kind of shut down, but that's kind of what Belichick does best. So, I mean, Jalen Jalen Waddle still was kind of doing whatever he wanted. Yeah. No, I, I, I guess yeah, I don't really know how to hold them at bay, but. They're going to be a fun team, and honestly, the Jets out of the picture, do the Dolphins win the AFC East? I have to think so. Yeah. I I think they will. I, I don't know. I, I said this last year. The, the start that the Dolphins got off to before Tua's injury, I was like, oh, no. They might be really good. <laughs> and they're kind of picking up where they had left off last season with that. Well, yeah, with the way that the Bills have looked, I mean, it's very, very possible that these guys just, I mean, you know, Mike McDaniel, kind of believe in that guy. <laughs> Did you see him run off the field after the game? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I saw him do it at halftime, I think. Is what oh, that is that was. what it was? Yeah, okay. he sprinted off after an interview. He's so goofy. Funny. Yeah. But he's kind of a weird genius as well. And yeah, I think you're on the right track. Like this, These guys could just turn around and say, okay, Bills, you lost your shot. So we talked about them too. Like they're kind of, they got that get right game, but they've, they've kind of looked kind of back and forth and missed a lot of chances that they should have taken. And yeah, that's, it's going to be a tough division actually. Can be a tough Even division. without Aaron Rodgers in it anymore. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and you know, talking about the Dolphins, the the Patriots were there too. Uh, they were they were happy to be there. They had a chance to win it late, and for two weeks in a row, and again came up short. I just I don't see it with Mac Jones. 
I don't know if they need to have Tom Brady come back or or what, but <laughs> Mac Jones is just I don't I don't I don't get it. Yeah, I don't think Belichick wanted him. And now he's stuck with him. It sounds like they've kind of met, you know, they kind of seen eye to eye in this offseason. But I don't know. I, I mean, again, I we talked about this, but he's just so middle of the road, just a slightly above average guy, and I don't see it either. I think they need a lot more players, and there's, of course, the hot takes of, like, well, Bill can't do it without Brady. And I'm like, I don't think that's the case. I think he needs a better quarterback. Yeah, very just kind of okay Sunday night football game. But it wasn't worse than what the NFL gave us on Monday night. They decided for weeks two and three, hey, let's do two Monday night football games. And I don't really understand why they're doing this, but I'm not a huge fan of it. I'm, I like the idea of Monday night football being a standalone game. It's under the bright lights. You get your own day. So, and you're, you're splitting viewership. You have one game on ABC, you have the other game on ESPN and both going on at the same time. So it's not like one's in the afternoon and the other one's in the evening. It's (laughs) pick a game. It's, Weird decision. It's only for two weeks, so I'll get over it, but I don't understand why they're doing it. I don't get it at all. It defies logic. Everything you said is like, what are we doing? What what is the point? Who thought of this? <laughs> like these questions need to be answered. Like it just it literally defies logic. I don't understand it. Uh and on top of that, they're they were both terrible games. I had them both <laughs> playing and I'm like, this is it was it was torture. Yep. Like nobody wanted to win the games that they were in. It was it was like how can they how can this still be a game at the end of this? Yeah. Like both both games are coming down to the wire. I mean Pittsburgh at least, you know, showed something with their defense. But yeah, both of these games were slogs. Yeah, they uh Saints, Panthers Saints beat the Panthers twenty to seventeen on the road. It was again well, we're not going to spend too much time on it. It was awful football. And same with Steelers. Steelers, Browns. Steelers are one and one. Browns are now one and one. Uh, Nick Chubb uh, unfortunately had a gruesome, gruesome injury. I had the, you know, the luck of being not seeing it so and i've been told not to not to look at it so i'm not (laughs) going to but you saw it yes and i'll let you kind of give your thoughts on that well i mean you talk about travis kelsey i'm doing finger quotes like hyper extending his knee uh and playing in week two i would be shocked if this guy played again I mean that, and I've. I mean, most people listening have probably seen somebody's knee go the wrong direction, <laughs> like a full hyperextension. Yep. His knee was planted, 
and he was falling forward. It is. I do not suggest. I told you and I were talking about an injury. <laughs> you were like, I was. I didn't want to see this. You know, <laughs> somebody showed you a clip of a high school game, and you're like, I don't. I don't need to see that. Yep. So yeah, I, right. I warned you last night. I was like, do not watch that because I just did, <laughs> and yeah. If you're squeamish about that, then this oh, yeah. is this is like the most extreme case of that I've seen of that, and it's yeah, it's not pretty. I don't think we've gotten the details of the the full injury yet, but it's sounding yeah. like he's done for the season. Like, yeah, I would and, be shocked if he wasn't. That's and yeah, yeah, like you said, like possibly done for his career. So this is a tweet from Adam right. Schefter. From the other night. So Nick Chubb dislocated his left knee and tore his MCL, PCL, and LCL with cartilage damage on October 10th, 2015. And that is the same injury, same knee he injured uh, during this game. So terrible, terrible injury eight years ago, seven years ago, and did something that might be worse this, this, uh, (laughs) right now. And he's, obviously much older right and i just not sure if uh not sure if we'll see him back he's just highly unfortunate great running back and oof brutal brutal for the browns so that kind of wraps up week one week two week two (laughs) (laughs) that wraps up week two and Take a look ahead into some of the matchups for week three. Chargers Vikings. It's the battle of the two teams with playoff hopes trying not to go 0 and 3. So that'll be kind of interesting to watch. That game's at noon on Sunday. Yeah. Chiefs Bears. Chiefs Bears. Um we talked about it earlier. Chiefs are gonna host the Bears and Hopefully have their way with them. This should this shouldn't be a close game, but I've been watching a lot of Chiefs football in my life and they like to they like to make games close. That's just kind of what they do. So if this was for some reason a three point game, I would not be shocked. But I hope they go out there and take care of business against the Bears. I sincerely hope it's not a three point game. <laughs> the the Chiefs they can still have kind of growing pains because they just keep changing all these receivers. But they still have constants. Still early in the season. I don't know. Again, if it's another sloppy game, I'm still not going to be worried because of how many times these guys come back. You know. But again, I, I feel like they should put this away. Yeah, I agree with you. I want to look at... Two more games, and they're the uh, the double Monday night football games. <laughs> oh Lord! Eagles Bucks. So the Buccaneers are a surprise two and O team going against the Eagles. Um, this should be a game that the Eagles should go on a road on the road and show everybody that the Buccaneers are pretenders and that the Eagles are the best team in the NFC. That is what they should do on Monday night. I completely agree. I think, you know, Mayfield had one of the rare games where he was pretty mistake-free. 
where he's just making good decisions, which is not what he's known for. Uh, but him and um, uh, Mike Evans really, you know, linked up and had a pretty solid game. And but yeah, I don't. I think you're correct with the pretenders. And Eagles clearly are not. Uh, that should be almost a blowout. I agree. Yep. And then the last game. Bengals, Rams. So, Bengals are 0-2. They have a QB that is injured. And are we sure he's going to play on Monday night? We are not sure. It looks like he probably won't. It looks like he won't. So, this is... this As this of Tuesday season, night. This season might, it might get away from the Rams. I mean, the Bengals, they yeah. they could very easily be 0-3 because I do think that the Rams are going to have a bounce back year this year. I think they're going to be, I think they're going to be pretty good. And it's tough, but it's kind of a look ahead at week three. This has been the Football Kingdom podcast. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week.